Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our new co-producers, Reverie, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever media stream you use, use the code KAT2017 to get 10% off your first three months. That is 10% off. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure that you turn in every Friday for Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. No, welcome, welcome to, to another we're, episode where are we of at, Kiss no? and Tell <laughs> at Reverie Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, I'm well. How is everyone doing? I'm A-OK. Um, I'm busting highly favored. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> um... <laughs> Thank you, Shar. Shar's has sugar, I'm, sodium, and I've coffee in her yes. system. P.S. Mm, today's been a good day. Today, first of all, I, I would be remiss if I did not wish uh, the queen of media, Wendy Miss Jones, Wendy Williams, Williams. a happy yes. 53rd birthday. Today's mm-hmm. her birthday. Also, today marks one year since I've been at my job. I mean, granted, I went through like a little hiatus. Um, production. Right, production. right. Freelance production. That's key. Um, so yes, a year ago today, I started, uh, my job and I'm still here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, Come on, Tisha. I'm still here. Oh my gosh. Here, and the pop lock here, comes. Here, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Kendall, where are you with my backing vocals? I don't know it. I, I do not turn I that like video It's on. trending. How could you not own. know it? I don't Studio City. Anyhow, so yes, that is why today in particular is a uh, good day. How was you all's weekends? Um, the weekend was good. I actually went to a lesbian party um, in South Central. There's a giant scratch on my back. It okay. looked like I got into a fight with the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. A woman fell down the stairs and decided to use me as a crutch. Oh, so her stiletto nails just went down your back. Um, nails, like all these different... Like, do you want to see? Oh, oh. Oh, Jace is doing a, a, a show and tell. Oh. I don't see none. Oh, oh, I do see that. I do see that. How did, I don't quite understand how that how happened. How is it like horizontal that? and yeah. not vertical? She, I don't know. I don't know how she grabbed me, um, but she fell down the flight of stairs as I was going up, and she oh. used me as a crush. And this woman, you know, I'm a, a skinny man, and this woman had to be, like, she was, she was a city. She was happy. And she was wearing, um, like, wedge heels. Ooh. And it just, dun, dun, like, ankle boom. Ankle gave out. I'm sorry? Her ankle gave out. I think so. Yeah. It Ugh, twisted wedges. or something. She was wearing some big old shoes. and. So how was this lesbian party in South Central of all places? Um, it was interesting. Um, I got a lot of compliments. Um, On? Oh, you're so handsome. Bah, bah, bah. You know, like lesbians like love gay. Oh, boys. this was white lesbians in South no, Central. No, no, no. These were black lesbians oh, in okay. South Central <laughs> on the corner of 91st and Central. But it was fun. There was a lot of strippers there. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like. Never heard of it. Don't go. Someone got into a fight. Oh, you don't have to worry about me going. <laughs> but it was fun. It was, it was interesting. I met a lot of interesting people. But other than that, it's been, you know, pretty steady. Kendall, how was your weekend? I had a... a uns- Palm Springs? <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> um, I had a good weekend. Uh, Saturday was errands and um, chill. And then Sunday, I... Oh, he said errands. I thought that you said, like, errands, like, owners, like, 
apostrophe S, Aaron, like oh. a name. Oh, like Netflix oh. and show, but you Aaron and show? No, no, no. Whether it be E-R-I-N or A-A-R-O-N type yeah. Yeah. thing. Like, I thought and you, you were like, who's that? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, Aaron's with a D. <laughs> um, and then Sunday uh, was very nice. Ended up um, thrifting, getting ready for my trip to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and then after that, I went and did the pe- uh, the pedal boats out at Echo Park. I saw Park. that. And was that I a went day? to the um, 14th Museum. And was had, it a date? Oh my! Did he not hear me? And had fun. Oh, he, heard, he heard you. <laughs> I'm looking around like the listeners. Did you hear? Me? I know y'all heard me. And I had fun. I ain't gonna press because uh, I ain't gonna do my friend like that because I just <laughs> thought about something and I know. <laughs> I know. Woo, I may need to leave early today because <laughs> I literally just had a Raven Simone. That's so Raven. Oh, a Raven oh, Baxter sh- moment. <laughs> Sitting here at this table, I Ooh. had a Raven Baxter moment. That when you said was that a date, it was a trigger. Wow. Well, well even after last week's episode, hopefully the episode no t- that you all heard and the episode that you didn't hear on the car ride home. <laughs> wow. Wow, oh. wow. 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 I'm not judging, but wow. Wow. Let let so, let let me let me let something let me let me, let oh, me make something. Let me position myself like Iyanla did in that clip. <laughs> <laughs> he said last week is a work in progress. Let me make something very clear. I'm laughing because I, I, that's perfectly. And you're, that's by literally, the way. they're tears streaming down your face. Tears. I'm looking for the funny. <laughs> that's a perfectly logical um, assumption. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, and it was not. It was okay. not that person. Really, okay. um, it was a date with somebody completely brand Someone new. new. Okay. Brand, brand new, and it was unex- it was like I wasn't like seeking brand like oh I need to get over mm-hmm. another situation. It came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We'll see. Um, When's the next? That's date? good to know. Uh, we went out last night. Oh, um, so we're double dipping in one. No, week. that's good to know. I, as long as yes. it wasn't who I thought it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Star. Thank you. No, you you we I I, t- I tweeted this that we had an episode after the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, An unintentional episode. It wasn't in- intentional. But to you know, keep y'all out of it. But no. it happened. Um, but I, it did happen. And Char and I, Char, Char got me together. Char got me together. Um, not in a mean way either. I um, never mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I she, that. She, <laughs> she really put her foot down and, and helped me put my foot down. So we're moving moving in the right direction. Amen. Uh, how was your weekend, Char? My weekend, oh my God. So, so I stepped in here with, with brand new hair. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That she um, went home earlier to do. It's a little, you know, it's a little dry <laughs> now. It starts off in the morning, like very juicy and curly, very good. But throughout the day and the stresses and the heat, it yeah. can get a little, yeah, yeah. To paint the picture, she looks like formation, sorry, the uh, Beyonce formation Super Bowl. Hold up video, like that effect. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Um, so yes, yes I'm glad that I go. finally have my Hot hair sauce. done. Um, I left work early on Friday, on last Friday. I left work an hour early to begin taking down my braids and, like, this whole process. I still have some toning to do on my hair. Like, I'm not satisfied with the color. But that'll come later. So I spent all weekend literally doing my hair. If I was not taking down braids, washing, deep conditioning, blow drying, waiting on my braider to come, then I was sewing Sewing wefts, <laughs> bleaching <laughs> and to- like literally. And then Sunday, uh, I went out to lunch, a, del- a delicious lunch in NoHo. And then um, I was able to what you really, have? I had a Mediterranean chicken wrap, even mm-hmm. though I've been apprehensive about eating the meat because I did watch What the Health. And oh. it, 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 it shook you? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Because it even attacks. You know, we think we're safe with, uh, oh, I don't eat beef or pork. I only eat chicken, uh-huh. turkey, and fish. Mm-hmm. But it, it covers all the bases. And I think that I might be ready to explore a uh, a meatless, a plant-based diet. Um, I have a friend who is five years in vegan, and he was saying, um, he gave me like a few recommendations. What's his body mass? I don't know. He's skinny though, but he doesn't look emaciated okay. or anything. Well, some um, people because they eat beans and like that they get protein. They well, that's what so you're they, supposed to. Yeah, yeah, but they eat Oreo protein, so they gain weight. Yeah, or some vegan. people go vegan slash vegetarian and load up on pasta and French mm-hmm. fries and get huge. But he, uh, <laughs> there is a, and it's not really about weight. It's more so about your health. And so there's an app called Happy Cow that he told me about, which is basically like the Yelp for vegan and vegetarian restaurants. Mm. Um, but he's been vegan for five years, and he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm able to answer any of your questions. So I'm exploring that. I'm not fully that I'm exploring that, but I had a Mediterranean chicken wrap, and it had all of like the camalata olives and mm. the feta cheese. Mm. You're supposed Cucumbers, to be staying away tomatoes. from dairy, too. Yeah, all of that. Chicken, it was good. <laughs> and then Sunday night rounded out with me literally doing everything everything i did laundry i did my nails i my room and my entire apartment actually was just a mess i cleaned my apartment you sound mighty productive i well i had no choice i could not start off the week with a dirty like i just couldn't do it yeah i could not do it so i was up to like 2 a.m i was talking to a friend about that um about how cleaning your room or having your space in, in a certain order can really clear your mind oh, and yeah. get you on the right well, track. Well, messy room is like lead to depression. Um, yes, and, mm-hmm. and and it's it's nothing better than waking up to a clean hoarders. Room That's what that show room. kicks. Well, no, I'm not a hoarder. It just no. I'm, I'm saying everywhere. about that show like is kicks because people have like mental issues. Yes, with hoarders. That has nothing to do with my room being uh, a junkie. I'm not James. calling you a hoarder, Shara. I'm How just you saying that two? you. Cleaning was cleaning your at? mind. <laughs> By That's the way, this I'm is a really quick say. story. Last year, I worked with someone who got his start on hoarders, and he mentioned uh, oh I don't know God, if they still do, do this, but he mentioned that uh, like PAs, it was literally like hazing. He said that they did not have, like, PAs would have to go in there and like start cleaning out stuff before the hams at suit people. And he said they were just in nothing but t shirts. I said I would have, he said so many girls mm. in particular lasted an hour. Like, you know, like the hour, because like those, drive. those places are genuinely And they were walking disgusting. off the job. Yeah. The most disgusting thing that he told me, though, is that they uh, had porta potties. And if the porta potty got clogged, then the newest production assistant would have to grab a stick and unclog it. I said, where is that in my job Absolutely description? Not. And PA where is, is that? production assistant, by the way. Production, not, not, not toilet assistant, not porta <laughs> assistant. So he he was laughing about it, but he said a lot of people, he ended up staying, but he said a lot of mm. people. It was a rotating door. And I said, of course, if I applied Duh. blindly for a production job in the field, first of all, the field is not fun unless it's something glamorous, like basketball-wise. But uh, if I uh, applied for a, a damn production job and I arrived to do my start paperwork and I found out it was something like hoarders, I wouldn't even fill out my start paperwork because w- whether I'm in, sitting in in an air-conditioned trailer with the APs or I'm out unclogging a port, that, that's just ain't nothing that I want to be a part of. Because I'm scared I'm going to take some shit back to my house. Yeah. No, I want <laughs> From no that house. I want you no don't need to be outside. Then people be having whole dead cats, rats, 
just everything in a seriously just just dead mummified yeah no they yeah. they have discussed no, they truly, do truly these houses i've only watched pee a few in hawaiian punch jugs <laughs> What you got pee stacked up in Hawaiian punch jugs? Sorry, you might not. Who you, you be? Yeah. Who you be? You might not need to watch anymore. You might not. Hawaiian oh, I don't watch. Literally. The Tiki Punch. Borders is something that I watch on mute if I do watch it. It's, it's the, one of those, like, it's like a soft film. Yeah, it's yeah, no. You gotta, like, turn your head on things. Like, the few episodes that I have seen truly disturb me. Yeah. Truly disturb me. I don't understand how people live like that. And, so and rationalize that it. had nothing to do with anything, but that was my weekend. It sounds like we all had fun. Which Jace thinks I'm a hoarder. So <laughs> that never came out of my mouth. Because I don't know where that point of reference even Words mean belongs. Um, they do. But uh, they do. They do. Uh, but we, we're lightening up this episode. So what you got for us, Char? You didn't do your corner yet. Oh. So what know. do you have for us, Kendall? <laughs> I'm like, um. <laughs> Why are you trying to throw it? Right, right. What show right. you on? Not conversate. This, <laughs> this ain't the lunch hour. Where <laughs> <laughs> about your own Janet career? Moss, by the way. Right. Um, I, s- I still only seen the first episode. It's so Janet's episode was really good. Yeah, yesterday. I saw her clip. Well, I, was it yesterday? I just watched it this morning. So yeah, Monday. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Claws <clears throat> is getting so. Oh my God, Claws Sunday was so good. I, did, did I caught see? up on Queen Sugar. Okay. Yes. Love I saw, it. Yes. This I, season trumps. Last I don't know season. if you saw my tweet this morning, but I said like I know this is like first world problems, but I no, genuinely I feel overwhelmed by television. But other people said, <laughs> but you know what's good? First world problems indeed. No, I know. You know like, I don't want anybody to like. Yeah. Donate to my fund. I've seen. Me. <laughs> I've seen that tweet, but what's good about this week is that we get Being Mary Jane, which comes back tonight. Yes. Girls Trip tonight? and Insecure. Yes. Oh, yes. All in one week. Yes, and I will stay. And Michelle Williams' 37th birthday <laughs> All coming up. Black Girl Magic. Wendy's birthday was today. Yes, it's a good week. It's a good it's week. It's good. But my corner is about the Emmy nominations. Emmy. Um, so this year uh, was the most diverse for more than racial mm-hmm. reasons. Um, when we think of diversity, a lot of times we're thinking about Oscar so white or representations regarding race. But this Emmys um, definitely had uh, nearly every category features a nominee in an LGBT role or queer leaning show. Um, if not an out actor, um, it, it's definitely somebody that that has um, some sort of role um, in the LGBT space. So from shows like The Handmaid's Tales to Westworld to Master of None, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh and yes, Angela was nominated for that one, the Thanksgiving episode, <coughs> the Ange- iconic mm-hmm. Thanksgiving um, episode. And uh, the 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 what's her name? I'm sorry. Um, she wrote that. She wrote that episode. Lena um, Wade. Lena. Yes. Yes. Um, she was nominated as well. Um, for writing that specific episode. RuPaul got eight nominations oh. for RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and last year he won um, for reality competition host. Uh, so, And they added a new category because the show that I work on, we just had uh, Shampagni uh, celebrating five nominations. And they added a casting. I thought that they would, I would have figured that they've always, yeah, always me too. had, but it's specifically reality, reality. show casting. Mm-hmm. It's a, that deserves an award, it does. depending it does. on who you pick. Especially, I mean, you see something like um, Big Brother, which Famously I, single. I'm the, yeah, I'm like. The, the surreal life could have won back in yeah. the day. 
like Big Brother has always casted kind of the same type mm-hmm. of characters and we're seeing how it's become problematic. Yes. I don't know if you saw. I saw um, the blackface. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, mm. and, and this has happened more and more with social media and having exposure yes. to the house 24-7. We're seeing that every season we have some sort of racial issue. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I think it de- definitely lends to the fact that because you keep casting one to two black people in the house and of course, the, you know, these things happen. Um, but no, shout out to the Emmys and the Television Academy for uh, recognizing um, LGBT characters and LGBT mm-hmm. um, actors and, and people in the industry uh, and, and humanizing their experience and making it a norm um, and not an anomaly. Really Amen. quickly, just to piggyback off of that, speaking of diversity, if you all have not been watching CBS's Doubt... Oh my goodness. This most recent episode was so good. Not only did they have, you know how Law and Order like takes from real life stuff and like will recreate it. Mm-hmm. Well, dun, dun, dun. Not only dun, did dun. they uh, <laughs> use a real life case, the CC McDonald case and Alexandra Gray, shout out to her. Shout out. She did a phenomenal job, but they also highlight there's uh Laverne's character, Cameron Worth, I believe her name is, and she is being pursued by a cishet man and they had their first, like Laverne had her first on-screen kiss, like kiss, kiss. And I wonder where it's going to go. So aside from all of that, it, it's a really good show, and I hate that it wasn't given a fair chance. And Laverne writing, got a nomination. Oh, she did. La- she sure did Laverne for Sophia Laverne is alongside um, the, the great, fantastic Cicely Tyson and the guest actress. Cicely, uh, I would have been like, Cicely, you can have a sis. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of Cicely, I, I got to meet her last week. Yes, you told um, me. So exciting. It was quite a moment for me. Did so. you cry? No, I was at work. <laughs> you can still cry at work. Um, if I'm a sister, tears <laughs> falling. Right, no matter where tears you're at. Tears are falling. But I'm probably more familiar with her work than you are because I actually watch movies in, in oh. particular 12, 12 black ago. cinema. Oh. Um, I wasn't watching Air Bud or whatever the hell you were doing 12 <laughs> years ago. I was watching Air Bud. You're right. Oh, I know. You're right. I, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> So um, yeah, I'm I familiar with with Cicely's work, her body. <laughs> Shocking. Um, I am. Shocking. Uh, and it was a moment, a moment that I had to contain myself. Okay. Um, but yes, now can we hop on over to Shar? Yes. So my topic is about. I'm joking. I was gonna say it. <laughs> my topic is. is about sex, and this is a topic that, uh, in in particular, anal sex, as it pertains to teenagers. <laughs> um, and this have is you started t- watching um, Friends? Friends from college? No. Okay. And this is a topic <laughs> a that no. uh, <laughs> that I've been thinking about a lot because you all know that I started binge watching. Um, well, I'm all caught up now, but I was binge watching The Fosters on Netflix. Such a good show. When it's on ABC Family. Um, and now ABC Family is now Freeform, so it's on there. But anyway, there's a gay teen on there, and he complained, like, one of the mothers. There's lesbian mothers, and they have a foster son who's gay. And he's and one of the mothers is a police officer. The other is, like, an AP, like an assistant principal of this high school. And he complains to his uh, mom that sex ed does not apply to him. So this is how this story goes with my topic. Uh-huh. So Teen Vogue released a article about anal sex. It was like a guide to anal sex. And uh, Gigi Engel is the author, and she's a well-known sex ed- educator. Um, and it, include, it included essential pa- passages because a lot of parents 
are upset about this. So I just want to set this up so I can get you all's genuine right, opinion. Right. So it has passages like when it comes to your body, it's important to know that, uh, you know, the facts being in the dark is not doing your sexual health or se- self understanding any favors. It is important that we talk about all kinds of sex because not everyone is having or wants to have quote penis in the vagina sex. Amen. If you do have a penis in the vagina sex and are curious about something else or are finding that that type of sex is not for you and you'd like to explore other options, it is helpful to know the facts. So basically this is a walkthrough. She provided a detailed walkthrough, like five steps to successful anal sex. Um, Of course, there were people who had a problem with it. One of the ladies leading the charge was (laughs) Elizabeth Johnston, who garnered 10 million views and reactions on her Facebook. She sounds conservative. She was. Absolutely. Um, Well, she is. Um, Elizabeth Johnston, who garnered, like I said, 10 million uh, reactions and views on her Facebook, where she was in her backyard burning copies of Teen Vogue. (laughs) Uh, Now, she, her argument... Her argument is that uh, I was, she says, quote, I was truly flabbergasted. This is according to a Fox News op-ed that I snatched her quote from because that's the only place I could find it. Uh, But but of course. But of course. Um, And so she said they should not be teaching sodomy sodomy to our children. Um, She also went on Twitter and started the hashtag pull teen Vogue. So if you all want to explore that, by all means. (laughs) She uh, and her final quote was, this is not a Republican issue or a Democrat issue. This is not a conservative issue or liberal issue. This is a parent issue. So my question, a matter of fact, before I set up my question, let me I almost forgot about Philip Bacardi. So Philip is one of the people I forgot his job title with the magazine, but he's one of the people. Remember when Teen Vogue started to make the shift yes. mm-hmm. where they the where you could learn about lip gloss but also your rights like it was it wasn't as vapid so philip went philip went on he created a twitter thread and this is both sides of the argument he's from teen vogue yes okay yes he's a writer well i think like an editor it's him and someone else who came and shook the teen vogue table yeah okay so in his thread some of the tweets that i highlighted uh he said that he monitors the webmaster email and he has been inundated with hate mail saying that we promote sodomy and want teens to get AIDS. It's funny. Oh my God. He goes on to say, it's funny because I went to Catholic high school that had zero sex education. I also had a teacher tell me gay sex was a sin in God's eyes. Fast forward to my freshman year at NYU, me crying and calling Lord Community Health Center because I just slept with someone who I found out was HIV positive. The kind of folks at Colin Lord Taught, I mean, the kind folks at Colin Lord taught me about HIV AIDS, what it is, and how it's contracted. They also told me to get tested regularly. They also explained the concept of HIV stigma and that HIV and AIDS are two different things and that HIV is not a death sentence. Then they taught me the importance of safer sex and what I needed to know in particular as a gay man. I left a 40-minute doctor's appointment with more life-saving information than I had ever received in all of my years in the private school education. He Hello. goes on to say, um, you see, my Catholic school was, was guilty of endangering all of us by sheer omission of facts. Education does not equal encouragement. Mm. That's something that stood out Hello. to me. Just, Being yeah. educated on this topic does not equal or entice encouragement 
Okay, because at the end of the day, teens teens have sex. It's They're just fucking. What, just what just what happened. And he went on. He went on to give statistics about um, what abstinence. Yes, I'm, yes. Get, I'm getting to that. Yep. I'm getting to that. So uh, he said multiple studies show have shown abstinence only sex ed is linked to higher rates of STIs in teen mm-hmm. pregnancy. To be honest, it is irresponsible. How can you possibly expect teenagers to practice safe sex if they don't know what's the risk? The backlash to this article is rooted in homophobia. It's also laced in arcane delusion about what it means to be a young person today. Also from the Chicago Sun-Times, researchers have found that teens in 10 countries, including the United States, find their school sex ed classes to be, quote, moralistic and cringy and too narrowly focused on heterosexual relationships. Cringy? Yes. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Oh, yeah. You know, people get a little squirmy mm-hmm. sometimes. When you get to talking about bumps on your gooch, you know, it can get a little cringy. <laughs> cringy. Um, Hashtag cringy. So this ties into what I was initially talking about with the Foster storyline, how sex ed is geared towards heterosexual sex. They prefer to get to get their information from a sex educator than a teacher they have to see in the hallways later. And they disengage from information that does not match their own experiences. I'm almost done, so I can set this up. <laughs> Uh, We don't want teens to disengage. We very much want them to engage. Comprehensive sexual education is linked to fewer teen pregnancy, lower rates of STIs, which I just said, and delayed initiation of sexual activity. That is true because if you know the facts, you're a little bit more cautious and maybe you're making condoms. It's not, we're not compromising condom usage. Mm -hmm. For teens who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer, who have never felt like sex ed at school speaks to them who feel like Google is their best source for questions, it's not, who would sooner Mm -hmm. die than ask a parent or pediatrician about a type of sex they know is highly stigmatized, the Teen Vogue article could be a lifeline. And the difference between engaging in sex safely or riskily. So my question to you all is, with all things considered that I just threw out there, (laughs) Including all of it, inc- including <laughs> right. and not limited to Elizabeth Johnston, who was burning copies of Teen Vogue in the yeah. in her backyard, saying Wasting this is a parenting issue. Time. Do you think it is appropriate? Do you think that it's necessary to highlight all different types of sex in sex ed, or do you That's think this is strictly movie. up to Absolutely. the parents? Absolutely. Absolutely, especially when it comes to so me and Kendall both went to private school and. I went to a, well, I'm just saying, my case, I had Bible class and not sex ed. So there's a lot of things that I had to learn after as an adult that well, I wasn't taught mm-hmm. when I was actually doing the physical activity, if I, you know what I mean. I transitioned from private school to public school at the at, right around the time of Did sex. you ever have sex ed, I though? did have a sex ed okay. class. Was it like fifth grade? Can I, yeah. yeah. I can't tell you. Well, I, fifth grade is when we learned about our bodies. Sex ed for me was seventh grade. People were sucking dick in seventh grade. Yeah, same. Yeah. I had I had friends that were pregnant in seventh grade. Right. Really? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, when I moved to Lancaster, it was a... It was a shit. Wow. Like I, 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 them, despite the fact that I was, I was in public school here in Culver City before I moved, um, Lancaster exposed me to it. Who different I breed not, of child? I, I don't know. I know of seventh grade hand jobs in the movie theater. I don't know um, of seventh grade pregnancy. Oh no, they were. But nothing, not in and that's the thing. Like nothing enticed me to do it. I looked at, I looked at them. Like 
You were fast but it was tail so I, You know, like I, <laughs> I oh God, are they whores? You're a whore, Kendall? right? I didn't say that. Are they By whores? The Nina's tweet that. was Jesus. hilarious. Um, the spelling. I'm sure that. if you had uh, uh, fallopian tubes and an ovary, you might have ended up with the baby bump too. Ooh, no, I no, that's what I was. So you saying. weren't engaging in sex. When did you in seventh grade? No, I was not. Okay, gotcha. No, no I was not. <laughs> gotcha. Me either. Me either. But I'm like the point of my story is like, <laughs> especially even as an adult, like there's several things, especially when we were talking about HIV, that are not addressed, especially with people who have the information who are supposed to be given the information because they don't want to talk about sex. So, for example, I told a story about how I went to the White House last year and they were talking about how the rates are going up with HIV, yet we don't know why and we have all the information. Well, because people don't know about PrEP, they don't know about PEP. Pep, uh, well, in fairness, that wasn't around when we were coming of age, and and I'd never it, experienced private school. All of my schooling was public, and we, like I was telling uh, Kendall just now, we were we had like the fifth grade class, like okay, boys have this, girls have this. In seventh grade, we mm-hmm. started exploring. Like anatomy. Yes, mm-hmm. in seventh grade, we started exploring um, sex ed. I specifically remember my teacher, Miss McKinnon. Uh, I didn't know what masturbation was. That was the first time I heard it. And she fast forwarded through that segment. She refused to teach on it. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I'm not doing it. And I remember the cartoon because, you know, they show the cartoon movies. I yeah. can't tell. No, I, I don't remember. We, we watched anything. Childbirth. I, I vividly remember. We but, watched Childbirth. Yeah. But I say all that to say uh, seventh grade was like the little tidbit. But in high school was when we really started to explore. And Oh, I took health. We, yes, health in high school. They talk about the HIV AIDS. They talk about the chlamydia, the syphilis, all of that stuff. Yes, my but teacher in health is, had, had pictures the up blue on, on the wall. But even he, as he adults, the information is not even translated Me correctly. As a <laughs> and especially like these kids. I think I read an article about a couple of weeks ago saying that most people who are teenagers more fall on the LGBTQIA spectrum than just gay, black, or sorry, gay, straight, lesbian, trans. Like people are. So they just dipping in anything? Yeah, they're um, fluid. Okay. With gender and sexuality. I that's feel more, like that's, people were fluid in my high school. They just didn't have didn't, the language for it. Right. But now that, we do, now that we that do, now that we do, Teen Vogue is coming out with articles to support that. And I think that's great. And I, the, and the, yeah, I think it was I think very responsible. I read, the article, I read, yeah. I read it as well. And, it, it, was, and it had men and women anal sex. Mm-hmm. They I sure think, did. Mm-hmm. You know, what's so funny to me about... About Elizabeth, is that her name? Yes, Elizabeth Johnston. I couldn't give a damn. You should have seen the freeze frame. Um, Like they didn't have the video, but the freeze frame was kind of like angry white woman, like Mm -hmm. yeah, she's in her backyard. Apple care. She had on a t-shirt and a headband, blonde hair, kind of wet, kind of like the beachy look. Came to her collarbone. She was math and a motherfucker. I'm unamused, Miss Elizabeth Johnston. (laughs) Well, your daughter's fucking. So Um, sorry, Elizabeth Johnston. I I think it's funny because I would imagine that somebody like Elizabeth Johnston would have an issue with any sort Mm -hmm. of sex education Mm -hmm. in Teen Vogue or anywhere outside of the confines of her own home or with the priest. So it doesn't. It that doesn't surprise me. I don't. People are not ready to. If they're not even willing to have the kiss happen on Disney, they're certainly not ready to talk about "quote unquote" sodomy. Um, <laughs> that word is so funny right. to me. That word is antiquated, along with yes. your idea that sex health is only heteronormative, or your idea that anal sex is exclusive to gay men. Right. Because um, mm. it's really not. See, and, yeah, I actually and, know uh, women who are heterosexual. We all do. And but who like anal sex better than vaginal? 
Well, I'm not going to speak for everyone. I definitely know. Oh, better than vaginal? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know them. I don't, I don't know them either. <laughs> I know I know little birthday treat type women. Oh, like I know I know finger women. <laughs> no. And see, that's the thing. You know what? I was thinking about uh, the sex ed <laughs> conversation. I, I know women that like fingers I in their know, butt. I know, but that term. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. like a thumb. Like, they don't, they don't, wanna, they don't yeah. want a whole penis. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what's yeah. funny is, like just finger. like we have to explore what we out. like <laughs> in the bedroom and, and, like, what positions you prefer, I felt, like, when I thought about it, I was like, who taught me about the kind of sex that I was having? And literally, it was the, my peers, the streets. It was. Yeah. And that's when and I learned what worked for me, because the girls was talking about lotion lube, vegetable oil, coconut and I, I learned what worked for me and what didn't. That's not going with fingers, all them different types of patchouli oils. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I need, I need, I need what, top shelf yeah, and the real. Right. And you and know what? So and misinformation out there Spit. Well. The whole idea. How are y'all? It, yes. So I think that Well, spit's actually not bad. I think that. I don't like spit. <laughs> spit is. Depending. Spit is not a lubricant. And it's not. And it's spit can tear condoms. not a lubricant. It tears mm. condoms. Spit is not mm. a lubricant. I don't care how much of a loogie you hawk up. People use it. It's been used. Mm-hmm. It is not. What a, what a uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> I oh agree. Oh my God. Scrap up the 1099 and, and go, go to down CVS to the CVS and get the, and get the KY jelly. Hello. I agree. Do I, you guys I com- are like silicone or water based? Okay. I don't know. Water based. I, <laughs> what I find funny is that my, my mom always, I have a 16 year old sister and she. Oh. Oh, oh, and, but God. I'm not even going to mention <laughs> who just called. <laughs> <laughs> if you say anything about say what popped shit. up on this phone bill that I pay, <laughs> I will lunge across this table and tackle please. you. Be clear. Be clear. Who know. you be? Let me know I, don't, I ain't saying shit on air. You ain't I, saying nothing anywhere. I didn't. I didn't even see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, no, but my mom always preaches this, like, I want you to feel comfortable. <laughs> we might need a break. Oh, God, I, don't. Okay. I don't need no break. I'm, I'm, my palms are sweating because I'm about to just, I'm about to steal off Jace. I'm about to send him flying clean Ooh, across Jesus. this room. You should. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Hold I'm tempted. Okay, bring it back. Bring it um, back. Bring it back. <laughs> and she, she always preaches about, like, I want you to feel comfortable coming to me. Right? I don't want you to learn anything from the internet or from misinformation from Who your friends. That? My mom. Oh, that's um, good. Um, that's a di- but I mean, it's nice yeah. to say, mom, but she's never. I'm like, mom, you've never really fostered that environment. My, mm. I mean, and, and I don't want you, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I firmly at twenty five going a month away from twenty five. There are certain things that I will never say in front of my mom that I will never say to my mom, and so there's just certain there's a certain level of when you were younger. Because I started my mom and I started talking about sex when I was younger, so now I'm comfortable enough to be like mom. Yeah, Yeah. I don't want I don't want not like bragging like girl. I got my back knocked out last night before you actually started engaging in sexual activity. Where did you learn, or were you just kind of like acting on like what you saw in porn? Or think. But pornography Word is misleading. Mouth. Pornography is very misleading. <laughs> it is very it's misleading. It's produced, first of all. Right. Um, I think it was, I think similar to Shaw, it was my peers mm-hmm. listening to that. Um, but I didn't, I honestly didn't, I didn't have sex, a, a sexual encounter until my senior year of high school. Um, really? <laughs> well, we all know Shaw. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> 
it's, it's, not, it's on was, record. As New York would say, let me tell you one motherfucking thing. Um, I make no secrets. Yes, I was 14. My, yeah, no, but you know, I, 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 but I'm I was saying, like, regardless of what age, year. like, if you never had sex. You, yeah, where'd you learn it from? Right, like, I, I think, learn, if you're 25, where'd you learn yeah, it from? Yeah, no, I think I, I was, I was listening to my peers and what, I would always remember, um, and this isn't sex, but I always remember hearing, um, two female friends in geometry class, 10th grade, talk mm-hmm. about how they prefer um, their men to be um, um, kept down there, and okay. um, and they oh, they groomed. wanted groomed, yes, yeah. and they wanted their their men to to shave. Okay. So I silently, but I didn't partake in the conversation. But for that was sophomore year, and until my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. I regularly shave bald. Bald. Was this in preparation for women? Sure, we've had this conversation before. No, I, I, and and I, <laughs> and although I realize that I know that you were saying one thing but feeling another, so I'm asking: Was this in preparation for women? Now, we, I, you were when since okay. we when. So this regardless, was, yes or no? This was in preparation. Well, it for, was. It was. You heard their preparation. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, your point is that like you no, heard I'll say it through my the point. grapevine, I'll say my point. and Ooh. that's what caused you to do that. Correct. No, I was influenced oh. by I was influenced by other people. It wasn't necessarily in preparation for any any okay. sex or another. It right. was okay. just oh well, this is what people do. Like I didn't even I wasn't because I didn't have very many male friends, so, so I wasn't dangerous. having that conversation. Um, yeah, it was dangerous, yeah. and so I recognize and and I remember and I would never buy. I would use my mom's. See, no, um, my mom's uh, <laughs> your mom's what bits. razor. Oh. It, <laughs> Sorry, I saw this. I you know. ain't letting like if the words could come out of my mouth, we wouldn't be fetching after every word. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what was about to say? Um, I and so and I remember her. I remember at one point she was like, "What are you doing? Right. What are you doing?" Are and, I, and I and I and I was hairs. and you know what? Now that I think back, I was comfortable enough to no 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 it was the disposable big shot oh okay oh that's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't make that clear. I know. I know. Curly Belizean hairs in my razor. Um. And I did tell her. I was like, yeah. I, and she was like, that doesn't sound. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting a lot of ingrowing hairs. And she was like, you should talk oh to your dad. God. And I was yeah. like, I'm talking to him. Um, That's because you weren't exfo- you didn't know about exfoliating. Because then you wouldn't have those issues. have been doing it. I'm saying, but um, if, in the event, for, for anyone shaving down there, or even waxing, you do have to exfoliate. Yeah, I did not know. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, I learned from the streets. and Put some tea tree oil. And now, uh, and then health class in, in high school, I learned a lot about in terms of, of uh, venereal diseases and mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, but in terms of like my preferences, that came no. from just experience. So, right. do you do you all believe that you would have benefited from a an LGBT uh, sex ed class? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Especially or just because it all I, cohesive. Yeah, and I really even when yes, I was yes, just all cohesive. cover all the bases. Yeah, while I we're mean, because even right. when I did start, like, yeah, I was listening to friends, but they were talking about vaginal penis right. sex, of course, and I didn't, I didn't do that. Of course, and the only thing we could relate to is is chewing. Basically, <laughs> I mean that's real. Yes. So uh, and, yeah, and then I became the expert. So I think it's safe to say Uh-oh. that we oh <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> thrusty. Um, Sorry. I mean, you always have to take it one step too far. What do you mean? Who said that? <laughs> Damn. Anywho, um, so I think it's safe to say that we all could have benefited from some things. So do you all think this is my final question before we move on? Do you all think? I think you all answered this. This is, do you think that parents, sh- 
should uh, should permission slips be like handed out? Because the parent, I mean, you are my child. If I don't want my child being exposed to certain things, no. I think you can't tell me how to. As a school district, you can't tell me you how to. Can't. Pan. But I I'm do, playing devil's advocate. But I, I, I wish somebody I, yeah. would tell me how. No, to No, but I do think I think that the the HIV and 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 it. The, I, this is not about uh, anal sex specifically, but I think the HIV and AIDS in the U.S. became an epidemic, became a, a genuine health issue the same way that, that you know, SARS and whatever whatever Bird else. flu. Wh- whatever mm-hmm. else we get vaccinated <laughs> for. Mm-hmm. Um, polio and everything, you know? West Nile. So, right. And so to me, yes, in that way, if you can educate people, it's not about being salacious and, teach- and, and encouraging and children. And encouraging Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> it's it's oh, about God. education yeah. and, and sexual health. Because your child is doing it. Whether you um, like it or not. Well, not everybody's doing anal, to be clear. I'm, and not well, everyone but is... teens, teens do experiment. Yes. There's a lot of experimentation that goes on in, in the preteens and the teens. Mm, yeah. Especially today, because they're more fluid. I mean, I wouldn't... And I, think with I the, don't know if I'd say especially today. They're more open with their... D- d- according to a Harvard stuff, study that, that, uh, that uh, GMA uh, re- uh, reported on a few months ago, uh, we... Gen- our generation mm-hmm. is having, <laughs> which I don't believe, less sex than our parents, um, and and we <laughs> <Really>? are. <laughs> it's, I, it's the most. Bull- I'm like Harvard. Do it again, right? <laughs> Retali- Why do they say that? They did. A, they did a study. I can't remember the amount of people that they 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 polled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that you know our ideals of because of our financial predicament and uh-huh. things like that. It was talking about like dating overall. There's other shit and like, factor in. Right, and <laughs> hooking up. Like, it's not that we don't believe in exclusivity or monogamy. Yes. It's just the, the the typical dates that we, that yeah. our parents might have been used to, we don't do. Yeah. Um, Plus things are cheaper. And they're probably but considering that, like you're married, so you have one sexual partner that you go to home to every night. Yes. And we're going I mean, on. that's how I like it. Um, married or not. Yeah. yeah. I don't need But a, that the hookup culture that that's, um, projected upon us is not necessarily reflective it, of what okay. we're we doing. It's what, it's what the Harvard that. study said. I can respect that because I know a little bit of both. I know people who are out <laughs> here for everybody and I know people who aren't. Yes. So. Did you watch Issa Rae's um, interview on Breakfast Club? No, I have not gotten around to it yet. Yeah, she talks about that. I tweet, That's my Capricorn sister, so you know. She's dope. We have kindred souls. Um, but but yes. yeah, so that's my topic. Kendall, your turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> so again, um, in the lane of, of lightening up kiss and tell, <laughs> I want to know how do you guys pick yourselves up? Not necessarily from anything too heavy or traumatizing, but just in a, in a funk, you come from a long day work. What makes you happy? What makes you, uh, perk up and, and, and bat a couple eyelashes, um, and, and bring yourself out of a funk for whatever reason. Booze. Okay, that might be a problem. At I'm least kidding. Um, I like uh, shopping. I like okay. a lot of online shopping. Retail therapy. Looking for makeup and different clothes and shoes or looking at what I'm going to get. Um, Window shopping. Yeah, but online. So online mm, shopping. Screen um, shopping. So I do that to unwind. I also like watching, like finding interesting things to watch. Um, to kind of tie into the last topic, by the way, there's a good documentary. I think I've mentioned this before. It's called Where to Invade Next. It's by Michael Moore. And they talk oh, about this. Yes. They highlight sex ed because uh, in France, they have a very good sex ed uh, program. And like in Texas, for example, they took sex ed out. And then like all of the high schools, everybody had like rampant 
chlamydia diagnosis. Mm-hmm. By the way, teen pregnancy is at the lowest it's ever been in this yes. country. Thank because they're so, educating people. Thank you, President Obama. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, so yeah, <laughs> I do things like that. I always like trying like different things, different makeup. T- I like I'll watch makeup tutorial, like anything. Yeah. from a doc to a make to a simple fifteen minute makeup tutorial. Um, I just like all things beautification. Like okay. that really, really picks me up to okay. know that my nails are done. Okay. And I got a new pair you of lashes. You that feel good been when you bust- look good. Yes, yes. You feel better. Yes. Yeah. I also enjoy reading. Like, I mean, I hate saying like corny shit. But yeah. I don't enjoy long walks on the beach. I enjoy <laughs> long walks to the ATM. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are things like little, I hate to sound so generic and, and so dense. Yeah. But it does not take a lot for a pick me up for me. I like eating. You know mm-hmm. I like eating. I love yeah. a good plate. I yeah. I think um, one of two things. I can go out and get some ice cream. What's take, your favorite flavor? Take me strawberry sweet. Um, sh- strawberry mixed with coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, I used to be a, a strict Cold Stone head. Like I, if, if I, I could turn there. ice cream, really. I know all the Cold songs. Stone. Um, Cold but Stone. now I've been Where introduced the to the Portland originated salt and straw. Um, shout out to Sunny. I for haven't had it me. yet. I've, I always see it in West Hollywood on the corner. What is it um, called? Salt and Straw. Salt and Straw. Yes. And in, it's in West Hollywood, right across the street from There's one in West Hollywood. Home. There's one in Venice, um, in Abbott County. And it's strictly ice cream? Uh huh. Huh. Um, straw. Are they, are they good, like big milkshakes? I think they have milkshakes, but they have um, these home, like these, I don't know, I think they call them homemade, but like very. Uh, unsuspecting uh, flavors. And so for mm. me, that I keep it very simple. Of course. But um, I, I think, what did I get there? The the strawberry and white chocolate. Um, Ooh, see, that's my so lane. Good. That's my motherfucking lane. Um, yeah, it's really good. I had a Patron so, ice cream last week, too. I saw that. How was that? I saw that on your really I don't know about Patron Insta with snap. dairy. Yeah, no. I didn't know. I was like hesitant. We know you wouldn't have it. Se- was it... What, <laughs> was it? Um, Who said what? It was that? just f- Patron flavored. It was Patron flavored and almonds. I wish it would have had like a really? lime or something. Yeah, Patron. It was almonds? interesting because I tried it because first yeah. I wasn't gonna get anything. I can't. And I tried it and I was like, I want this all, like every bit of it. The almond was kind of a weird texture, but I wish it was kind of like a lime situation. But the ice cream was actually really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have Cabernet Sauvignon ice cream at the Grove Farmers Market. I'll I'll have that. Mm, that's okay. so good. That's one of my so favorite good. ones. Either that Cash or only, uh, pick me up. Um, I'll go hang out with a friend. Let's see. Char wants to be alone. I, d- I don't want <laughs> to be alone. But I don't always enjoy the company of others. Yeah, like see, I do, I'm but I don't like. I'm very. Oh, I'm so. Moody if I'm in a, guy. if I'm in a, if I'm in a certain type of funk, um, it, it helps to. Because I'll be in my own head if I'm alone, so it helps. That is to, true. Um, it but helps also, to go other people get on my nerves. So well, frequently. this is the thing, and this is bad because <laughs> they have to like accommodate me because you can't. Oh, we know. You can't <laughs> add to my frustration, so right. it's like don't make me wait on you when I'm in a bed. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. a friend or some ice cream. What about you, Jace? Anything to add on to those booze? Um, <laughs> well, I like social settings. Um, for example, I was a little upset last week, so I went to a, a music show. I actually went by myself. Um, and how are somebody. you, Jace? I'm great. I am peachy. I am. Do I need to have a Joe Budden moment, Shar? Joe Budden? 
Are you gonna walk mm-hmm. off? Is he trolling us by with his happy oh, talk? No, I don't no, think so. I'm okay. actually really so. happy. Okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm Gucci. I just want to make and sure. I, I complimented Shar today on um, enthusiastically. Instagram. Enthusiastically, I, was I got a, <laughs> the first comment wasn't, but then but then I remembered and changed my mind, so I yeah. put some more ad, em- emojis and hashtags. Yeah, and I actually got a comment from um, Jaren who listens to the show all the yes. time on my page. He started laughing at me because I put pretty. For Beyonce's pregnancy pictures, I, I, I do not Jace. believe that you did that innocently. It was pretty with okay. a period. Okay, I no, press tap tap and it does a period. Like okay, I, I okay, yeah. it was pretty. After we have had this discussion, okay. for well, you to now sit I'm your black ass up there. I'm more mindful. I put no, that's my point. I don't believe you're not. Mi- I don't believe that you were not mindful in that moment. That I don't even remember. Me either, that, Kendall. To be honest, <laughs> I was. I mean, you keep saying it. Convince hope, because you certainly won't be convincing. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I like to go to shows. I like to go to events. <laughs> I like to go to the bar. I like to socialize. I like to watch movies with friends. I, I like to be around people. I like to get. I like getting hit on. Or as oh. we used to say, coming up in Chicago, I See, feel like I getting like talked that. to. Yeah, no, like it does. It does you know, I feel like song. getting talked to. You saw my tweet, and so after the whole song. Well, I shouldn't say I, I enjoy getting hit on. I enjoy flirting. After last mm-hmm. week, don't, um, bother me. don't bother me with hitting on me. And let me flirt. <laughs> Fuck on and, somewhere. <laughs> and that uh, emotional journey last week for me, mm-hmm. it was like I felt like a like a resurgence this weekend okay. so like i've been getting like more dressed for work and i feel like better um speaking of feeling better i just want to say on kiss and tell that i feel like i got a few dms and i don't know if i like painted myself out to be like a red flag like, oh, like but i do appreciate like people checking on me i I'm, i am okay okay thank you all so much um, and, I, and i say that with no cynicism yeah no, or no i do LOL. she's fine because I, you, you don't need to check on her when i'm here Thank you. What? Excuse me. You all, are, you all are more than welcome to slide in my DMs and check on me. But I want you to know, I don't know if I painted a picture like a woo, woo, woo. She got a tick. But I'm, I'm okay. I'm just being honest and transparent. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know. As we're here to do. That's just what it is. Um, no. Thank I'm you for your I'm a journalist with a side of emotion. <laughs> A plate. A, a Portia Williams journalist <laughs> or Bob? A real journalist. Speaking of m- me being a real journalist, I'll be at the conference for the National Association of Black Journalists Thank you. in three weeks. Congratulations. In uh, my home away from home, New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be there for about three days and then I'll be back in Los Angeles. So um, I'm taking two days off of work. Everything's good. Good. And I'll be down there. You networking. were genuinely excited about that trip. Um, there was some uncertainty in the past couple of weeks, and so I'm excited. Well, my that, push that was what well, my push was. Martin hit me up and was like, "Everything's like he, he got all his stuff on his end taken care of." And I was like, "I can't go. Like my housing's not right." Da, 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 da. And then I was like, "You know what? I know people. Shar, what what are you doing? I literally not not only know people down there, but I know people who work at hotels who can give me a hookup. So that's what I did. I called my friend who works at the W, and I got a discount, and I I found a a, a nice flight with United." And, I'm, oh. and and oh yes, don't get dragged. Oh, oh don't yes. get dragged. I mean, <laughs> if I if now. I do, don't expect me to see on. Uh, don't expect to see me on another episode of Kiss and Tell because I'll be cashing Say, my cash check. A check and run. <laughs> yes, I'll be having an assorted wig closet. Now, as your publicist, do I do I get anything off the top? You want or? a commission check? Are you getting dragged as well? <laughs> Is your nose broken? I'll be writing your damn Is release. Us? <laughs> Is it us getting dragged? <laughs> me. 
It's me. <laughs> me with the rug and rubbing the Moderma, trying to get rid of the scars. I want to see Star Jones Aloe write Vera. you down release. She probably will. Okay. I talked to her in DM yesterday. Cause she was at, she you just have flew yet to LA. get her to, re- to to unblock me. So I, don't... I talked to her about that. She said she didn't use. She said, like, no thanks. We'll talk off, off air. She was like, no, what I'm, did you do to I'm like, good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm she D-so. Was, she, was, she was feeling a little sensitive. That's it. No, Kendall has gotten better with his delivery. I can only, if Kendall's like this at 24, imagine when he was getting blocked by all those people. He's probably visceral, vile, mean, <laughs> gutter snipe, straight up out of Lancaster. <laughs> Just mean. That's a lie. Mean. That's no, I don't, a lie. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. If someone went through your tweet, Rolodex, even though you, you go back and delete those problematic ones. No. I'm sure that you You're were so mean no, only, to people that <laughs> you were blocked by. Sorry. I imagine no. you being so no. mean. 19-year-old Kendall, what, with an opinion? Oh, please, I would have blocked you, too. It's been fervent <laughs> since mentions. the day I came out of the womb. Yeah, you in third grade, it was recommended that you get anger <laughs> management. <laughs> and then you put you behind a keyboard? What? Of course I'm not engaging with that. I have somebody yelling at me, calling me all different types of names. NeNe, that was it. NeNe and Christopher. I never call Star Jones. I respect that woman with immense reverence. Like you need to respect Lanethia Molina. And you don't know what you did? I know what I did, but I just don't think it was. That is what Kendall does not know. It's his birthday. It's in a month. And I am going to invite him out, and he's going to have the surprise of his damn wife because someone's going to be there who he cannot stand, and she is going to fall in love with him, and he's not going to have a choice but to fall in love with her back. Mm -mm. And I'm just going to sit back and suck my teeth and look at my nails. These opinions are mine. She's like, Kendall, shut up, girl. Get out of here. Move, Kendall. I got to pee. No, no. I, you know, I, I think, think I would kick you with, that, uh, with Lanethia. Yes. Ju- she's just a bully. Every time I she's watch not, that, no, she's you're a bully. You're a bully. No. You are. I don't think Kendall's a bully. Kendall can be very bully-esque. <laughs> bully-esque, maybe. I, want, I, would love to be, I would love to be in the room when uh, Nini says, let me follow you, child. And, and you explain to her that you're blocked. And, I'll say, and see what I'll you say, I didn't. Say. I did not care for the behavior you exhibited on your season of Celebrity <clears throat> okay. Apprentice. Okay. Call Barbara Walters. That's what she's gonna tell your ass. She stood over her. I love she's it. She's tall. She has no choice. I love it. 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 Oh, that was one of my favorite. Mo- I'm sorry. I love. That but you moment. love Star. I don't understand. I, just, I don't. Understand. I can love Star, and I can love N- Nini. Was so deliciously good on Celebrity Apprentice. You and only here because of your damn last name. When Star she's moved, a bully. and Nini followed her and stood. Over her and was talking like this with the hood. Woo! Oh my, it's just so good. And when she called Latoya Jackson, you you look like Casper the damn gut. Like, it's just so. I'm sure that, okay, guys, I know that we're off. We're completely track, off, but it's okay. But I'm sure that there's this a highlight reel. There's a highlight reel or some shit somewhere on oh, YouTube. Oh, you gotta oh. check out Nene Leaks on Celebrity Apprentice. That is when I of fell. Course in love with her she was just perfect she was literal perfection it was good reality show she television literal perfection. but for someone who grew up admiring and appreciating star jones i Same. didn't i didn't care for the behavior Same. it was bully but star was also being extremely manipulative <laughs> extremely she's a lawyer oh well play the play the game <laughs> welcome to the big leagues you ain't never played with nobody <laughs> like me she was awful <laughs> anyway jay <laughs> Um, so that makes topic. me happy Nini leaks yes Nini, Nini, <laughs> Nini sure. can infuriate me and also make me laugh 
Oh, just imagine the confessional punchlines. All the new gifts we're about to have in with November. With her and Kim. Oh, but yes. I'm saying, I, fuck Kim. But with them being no, back, they're dynamic. Him. I don't, I don't I care like for Kim. Kim's uh, Zosiac beard. Ever since that whole sweetie shit. Mm-mm. No. And, sweetie and her, the slave. And her <laughs> offering her child to give fellatio. Yes, her offering her child, her 18-year-old, to suck John Legend off She's for tickets. Adult. I'm just joking. Um, I was about to say, boy, I, you know what? Keep playing. Go well, ahead, Jace. Keep playing. That kind of rolls into my next topic. So... This week, he's an R. Kelly um, apologist. No, I'm not. So R. Kelly, um, and y'all probably know more because I read about one line and I was done. So how are you gonna pick it as a topic? Because the topic is supporting the black community and when it comes to pop culture, regardless of what they're doing. Okay. And that kind of came from um, what I saw with R. Kelly because we he to give an umbrella um, just of what happened. He was accused of having <laughs> having a cult. Sex slave house at, in Atlanta is that what and Chicago and Chicago is that correct in his home yes in his home right with underage with underage girl and so the parents were coming forward and telling them telling the press and the media what was going on. Um, this is not the first time that R. Kelly has been um, intertwined with minor women. Um, he has a legally pain. he's been acquitted, but uh, he's paid in civil suits. He's paid. Uh, several paid millions. tons of people off. Um, Being yes. a native Southsider myself, the streets mm. talk. And R. Kelly lived in the South Burbs with me. I was in Homewood. He was in Olympia Fields. Um, Michelle also has a very nice house in Olympia Fields. And yes, and um, yeah, there are story. Ooh, stories for days. He was right. married to the 15 year old Aaliyah. Right, I'm thinking uh, Aaliyah. The list goes creeping on. Creeping in right. the background on on of her debut album. And so I was, on. you know, I read this art. Well, some of the article. And Should've I saw the tweets. I didn't want to because what's new? Okay. What's new? This is so not the first time that something. Has but it's a lot like of this. new information. But go ahead. But it's a lot of new information. But it's not the first time that he's been in a situation like that this. Is true. And yet, over the past years, what was that? Ten years ago with the whole pissing thing. It was. Ma- oh, it was like oh two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh two is when I saw the tape. That's when it was like really hot. But I had known right. about. Yet to so see this that. Is I had known about it since like fifth grade. Yeah, he's honestly. still going on tour. Yet he's still selling concert tickets. I saw supporters. This is and, why I challenged June's diary. And and they said that they liked him. <coughs> um, and this is not the, like we see other people. Um, you know, Chris Brown with who has. It's been I'm, in several different situations. I mean, situations. and to keep it real funky, we, we had it with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson as well. Um, you know, until he died, people were... <laughs> even in death. In even death. in death, right, in death as Posthumously well. Posthumously, he's being accused. Mm-hmm. Um, but people will support him because of who he is as a fan or like a pop culture icon. But it's just like these people are also human. Bill Cosby, another prime example. You know, people see um, Hux- Dr. Huxtable, but at the end of the day, Bill Cosby is being charged. So, so the, question? the question is... How do we feel about um, supporting pop culture icons or people who are involved because of their talent, because of, you know, their contribution, but not looking at them as humans and, like, their fan base? I think I saw um, one of my followers, uh, I know his name on Twitter is Jeffas, like J-E-F-F-U-H-Z. Um, and he was like, I, 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 something along the lines of like, um, I, I guess I kind of understand how people separate the art from the artist 
But there I comes was just about to say that there comes a point where I just can't look past yeah. a pedophile, mm-hmm. um, a- and um, when it's our own community, young black girls, mm-hmm. um, and so which no one gives a fuck about, right? Where where the bottom it, of they're the already pole. they're already um, prime for sex exploitation mm-hmm. in general, and looked at as less innocent, more promiscuous whores. So for a black man, musical icon, musical genius, or not, um, it's problematic. I, you know, I have a few, and we call them our problematic faves, what we're look, willing to look past. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I was just, um, I mean, Benini's never done anything to. Sure. <laughs> Most people like, I'm able to look past have said something. Yeah, yeah. And but it's, I'm like, Ugh. So for me, Michael I like Jackson, <laughs> I, I, um, I believe that, I don't believe, I don't believe those allegations, and I believe that he suffered from a mental illness mm-hmm. um, that made made a lot of his behavior suspicious, but not necessarily illegal, um, or you know, or whatever the case or, may be. Or um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Predatory. Made his, yes, made his behavior predatory. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It is very weird for it a is. grown man to have to want sleep over right. with right. children. But right. if but I believe I in the Peter Pan syndrome, and I believe yes. that that Joe stunted his when you look into growth, it, it's like. In his head, I, he was in, 13. And also in my <laughs> head, I don't want to go on a Jackson tangent, but in all honesty, of course, I didn't know MJ, but I just don't see him wheeling boys in for sexual purposes. I literally see a sleepover. Like, and the innocence and no of, of children being around you. Because yeah, I, I didn't have a childhood. I was getting my ass beat and, and tap dancing what on I the Dick s- Clark show. For the Chris Browns, the Bobby Browns, the um, <clears throat> and the Robert Kellys of the world, I really, I think the only Robert song I have on my phone is is When a Woman's Fed Up. Like, so for me, there comes like like how Chrisette Michelle wasn't a big deal to you guys because you guys didn't listen in general. I liked Chrisette's music, but she, but she, I mean, I wasn't standing for her, but I love the Epiphany record. I don't know who she was. Uh, okay, how did um, you not know who Chrisette Michelle was? She was on R and B Divas. She was she was everywhere on the cover of Ebony. She covered a lot of bases prior to digging that hole for herself. <laughs> um, and Isn't she like four albums in? One of the first no, black celebrities like, to go vegan? She's like six <laughs> albums in. Oh, see, I would know. Yeah. Good for her. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I, I can I, I can, I can dismiss or, or um, distinguish between the art and the artist when I believe that the artist has, that it was an indiscretion and that they are making strides to be a better yes. person chris brown if if i genuinely believe that christopher brown was a better person and had grown from his 19 year old self that put hands on rihanna i, I could be a fan and support the art but the behavior since has exhibited the same mm, lack right. of self-control and so same thing for for r kelly <clears throat> i can listen to the music if if i so choose i don't need to be i personally feel it's a bit you know dramatic for me to turn the radio station if he comes on but i'm not supporting financially yeah i'm not going out buying you your downloading albums i'm stuff. not going right. to your shows buying the title um that's not that that because because i genuinely feel that you're a harm yeah to our most I'd vulnerable ha- i'd have to yeah. agree with you to uh with most of what you said actually but matter of fact with all damn near all of it <clears throat> um being from chicago r kelly there's really no escaping him i mean literally his music is all over the radio whether it's the ignition remix i believe i can fly when a woman's fed mm-hmm. up etc 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 there is literally no escaping this man and uh for me i canceled r kelly when i saw that tape <laughs> 
Um, even I can remember being 14, being like, oh no, oh, oh, oh no. Because it's one thing to hear it, hear about it in the streets, and it's another to visually see it. Um, and literally everybody was talking about it. And he, he, yeah, he's done some great things and he can be charitable. And I love, love his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly. Oh my God, she's the bomb. Um, but I just, I can't get jiggy with it. So when this story did hit, I went on my Twitter, did my Twitter thing. I mean, I didn't bury him in a hole, but I definitely contributed to the conversation. And I noticed that a lot of my classmates and people that I knew from Chicago, everybody, like, I don't, I don't know anyone, at least I don't think I know anyone personally who was dipping and doing, Uh Mm -hmm. but the proximity so close. I know that your cousin Uh or your best friend that was coming down from 89th and Halstead was doing what, like, I know people in proximity. Oh, she had the new J's before they even came out, you know, in high school or whatever. So, um, I, do you, so yeah. yeah. In regards to this specific situation, um, where do the parents take some accountability? Um, in, in this particular, um, situation that came out when Buzzfeed Mm -hmm. dropped the story, I believe that the parents hold a majority of the responsibility. Like you all took your daughter to this concert. You all let, her, they clearly stated that they knew about his past. And she said some type of BS quote, like, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like, something mm. to that effect. That's not a direct quote. Um, and still let her meet him, spend time with him. So it's like, when do they, you know, when do... Because a lot of the people I knew in Chicago were, of course, sneaking mm-hmm. and doing it. So mm-hmm. that's totally different. Very, yeah. But to know, to bring your daughter to this. And so that is why, to loop this back around to the, the show that we did a few weeks ago, that is what I, why I really wanted to know, why I couldn't understand. And while I, while I do respect June's diary, and I respect that politically correct answer that they gave a fan is going to be a fan everybody going to listen to the music right. i needed to know why there were five black young black women touring with r kelly it's a fair when I y'all think can I, hop on the monica you know, fantasia tamar brack everybody <laughs> out here touring <laughs> hell lionel richie and mariah carey <laughs> that audience is more apt to buy your music than the r kelly audience r kelly's audience is not buying a june's diary uh, record and i didn't understand where in where in the marketing ploy did when when the ink was even presented mm-hmm. before it even dried, mm-hmm. who in the team thought that that would be a good idea? And you know what? And that's a even part, aesthetically. I think that's a part of the that's a part of the problem in the culture is because we're so whether because yes, criminally, R. Kelly has been acquitted, but if you if whether it's a it's a business decision or a personal safety decision, which I hope Frank Gatson or anybody else has has their best interests at heart. I think that that is that is how does it look problematic to me? How does it look <laughs> that whether because if you're just saying it's be, a fan is a fan and for like who else was booking us? Um, and this is not specific to June's diary. I'm saying that this to the parents mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and anybody right. else that has willfully and willingly went and aligned themselves with R. Kelly or his team. Um, after knowing what they know. Yeah. We saw the video. And then aside from what the news knows, the industry is so small. People know, we know things about a whole bunch of people. Chris like, you Stokes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Diddy. Yes. We, yes. we, you know, we know. So I think that, that there is some danger in how much we are willing to excuse in favor of art. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I piggyback off of that to say that with certain people, like I said at the top of this topic, with certain people, I am able to separate the art from the artist, but that's typically when it's a verbal assault. Yes. And even then, like you all know that I don't see it for China at all for Angela White 
And I firmly believe like mother, like daughter, hell, Black China even has a tweet that's still up from like three years ago that says, I hate fags. And her mom just went on this whole transphobic oh, yeah, I heard, I rant saw that against about Caitlyn. Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like things, certain things. I'm not going to say that all verbal assaults. I'm like, oh, I can separate. But if I were a Black China fan and being someone in the community, I don't even see how Kellen Derrick, who I love the way he does hair, I, I get the check, but it's like, where does the, inte- I'm not calling his integrity in question, but I just feel like as a gay man who's servicing this woman, how do you show up? And she's tweeting things like, I hate, and her mom is running around with visceral, vile you language. Wonder, like, it was, like, it was a horrible video. How do you video. show up? How do you show up? Well, to be, think... to, to, to be, I mean, when, if we're talking about verbal, like, I mean, I've seen, and you, I mean, I stand for Fantasia, and we saw that mm-hmm. verbal rant she went on about, about I'm not verbal, but the the written rant on her Instagram post about um, mm-hmm. about supporting gays. Oh, that was, yeah, that was that. a few yeah. years ago. I chopped yeah. some things up to ignorance, really, to proximity and ignorance. And but Fantasia, it, I'm more willing to give a pass to. Why? Because Fantasia <laughs> for me represents someone from bumfuck Carolina. Not saying that any the Carolinas are <laughs> bumfuck, but Fantasia. China is from a metropolis. She's from D.C. who lived in Miami. Tokyo Tony been around the block more than a few times, as we can see. I think you're giving her too much credit. No, no, no. Fantasia comes in, in, and I don't think that it's a marketing thing. For me, Fantasia represents a little bit more innocence than China and Tokyo Tony do. Okay, I, so I, I'm more willing no, to be I like, get it. oh, okay. I, get, I think it's a matter Tasia, of... she grew up in the church, all that singing. Like, <laughs> she has certain ideals embedded in, in her versus these things over here. Trust me, I agree with you. Fantasia, I literally was like, I don't feel any... I don't feel a personal attack. I think that this is genuine... She's ignorant. Ignorance. Yeah. But I feel the same way about, about mm-hmm. the D.C. girl. No, I don't. The D.C. girl. I don't. China? Yeah, I don't. No, I don't. And the same goes for Cardi B. I don't understand why the why the girls keep booking Cardi B. Cardi B wrote "Suck My Dick, Faggot" to one of her. Well, he wasn't a fan, but you know, Cardi's the type of person who uh, searches her name on Twitter, whether you at her or not. And so does and Nene. Someone yeah, said I didn't know that. And someone said that they didn't like uh, like they didn't like her song or something. And she literally wrote "Suck My Dick, Faggot," but she's playing out pride. It's like to me, I just I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. So. And kind of piggyback on what you said. Like it depends on Kelly... the verbal assault. That's all I'm saying. It, right. it, it literally depends on what you're saying. Well, when you're throwing out words like that, or if you're being anti-Semitic, transphobic, homophobic, I can't root for you. You have a tweet that you still haven't made any steps towards cleaning up. People are still retweeting it that says, I hate fags. And when I met you, you were at a Milan Christopher viewing party for Love and Hip Hop. Just surrounded by gay men, not saying that they're synonymous, not saying, but the 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 derogatory term. It's just like, girl, fuck on somewhere. I just, I can't. See, I don't equate. I, can't. I don't equate fag and nigger. Wait, where did that? Like come they're in? not, they're not the same derogatory. Like I don't, I oh. somebody saying I hate, like she, her saying I hate fags. I feel no you, personal you connection. Really, it, it genuinely, especially even do. with being in the gay community, especially. As it's aged, like it's not a recent tweet. Like I can, I it does not. It does. I mean, there was. There's tons of people that use that that have used that word and don't necessarily mean any harm to the gay community. No, how that does I hate facts no. not mean any harm to the gay community, Kendall? I don't believe that. I believe that it was a pejorative that people have used and used um, colloquially that has that doesn't that does not have the same weight that the N word does. 
Okay, I didn't even bring mm-hmm. up the N-word. But I'm I'm equating them and saying that if somebody uses the N-word, there's no excuse to me. But if someone... No. As faggot a, doesn't move me. Oh. Faggot moves a lot of people who are gay. That's very interesting. And it is a derogatory term. I didn't say it wasn't. Yeah, he didn't say it I didn't say it wasn't, and that's fine. He's saying that if someone called him a faggot, if he was walking down the street and someone called him a faggot, he... I know he wouldn't be moved. I didn't say but that. But if someone called him a nigger, <laughs> he'd be. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. So I just think because if it's directed at me, it's an attack on me. So I will. I will be moved. Okay. The word faggot does not weigh with me in in a general sense. Her saying I hate faggots means nothing directly to me. That is very interesting to me. That take on that. Because tranny doesn't mean anything to me. But if someone says tranny. Like I'm for me, I I just I cannot get with that. I cannot get with that. Su- that word has such a history. People have lost their lives over that word. I just I can't do it. I cannot do it. I cannot do it, especially when you have gay men servicing you. Like girl. Hmm. All right. Well, that was my topic. <laughs> but you didn't even say anything. I don't know. Oh well. I mean, I just well, my whole piece was just like. We just really have to separate the person from the artist or the fan or whatever the case may be. Like, for example, I had a, um, a, a Facebook status the other day that said, like, um, LEX is built like trash or something like that. So people were like commenting a lot, being this other girl was like, well, you know, that black woman designed it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who designed it. Like, black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese girls, like, the design is trash. But it I think is. a lot of people, t- mm-hmm. people will be like, well, don't like attack or don't hurt this person in your own community but sometimes people in your own community are wrong and people need to absolutely absolutely Absolutely. and it's like how do you measure it because my transness and my blackness show up at the same time because they're part of your community like no they show up at the same damn time for me so i can't out one doesn't outweigh the other for me or wrong is wrong yeah, yeah, I just, I can't appreciate language like that. I can't. Yeah. No, I, I, she could have said, I hate messy queens. <laughs> no one would have bad an eyelash. Right. Some people would have, but that word, like, I just, mm-mm. Yeah, I think it holds mm-mm. weight in different spaces. Um, so, this, for hood boogers from D.C. Absolutely, she it's is. like the word bitch. She is. It's not like the word bitch. No, but, I'm saying, but, like, how that was such a derogatory term. Like, I know what she mean. Like, that was a derogatory term 20 years ago. As, but now everyone's like, bitch, bitch, bitch. So do you think that the gay community will will reclaim the F word? They have. Mm. They do it all the time. It, I mean, it's, gay it's, call it's, each it's, other it's, it's all less, the time. But that's, it's, it's also different. I'm, black people say niggas. But well, yeah, we, exactly. don't, but we don't use the, the ER. It doesn't matter. Nate from around the corner can't say, what up, Kendall, my nigga? This no, is so can't. ghetto, my nigga. No, he can't. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I keep saying that for me, it doesn't it doesn't equate. Like somebody that is not of the LGBT spectrum using faggot doesn't equate to somebody not of the black diaspora using or the African diaspora using the N word. For me, I'm not okay. But yeah, but I'm not trying to equate them. I'm just saying that that should be all the more reason. It's not like. Milan, for example, since I was just talking about when I met China, it's not like he wrote I hate fags because it would have been received d- differently. But for someone not even affiliated with any type of LGBT thing, aside from you lacing me up and beating my face, to me, it it, it should pack a punch. It's No, I don't agree with it being used, but that's the thing. For me, the w- fags, like I don't want a gay person using it around me either. I just don't care for the word. The word. But either way, it carries, don't it but, don't do nothing. No. 
Okay. No, it it doesn't. It it's not that it doesn't do anything. I understand the historical context of it. I understand the, the historical significance of it. I just don't think. And this ongoing war with cishet black women being uh, homophobic. No, and, I agree. And I agree. But I think that, but I, I think it just come when it doesn't have the same, when black China says, I hate fags, I feel like it comes from the things that we've talked about in previous weeks about black women being threatened by gay men or black women being threatened by And that by makes it trend. okay? No, it doesn't make it okay. I'm just saying that it doesn't come from the same, like, I want you to die, like what nigger meant. Mm, it depends on how it's used. It depends because on how it's interpreted. Honestly, absolutely, absolutely. That's what and you read. Someone too. else might have might have read absolutely. it a different way. So, uh, okay. so yeah. this week's shout out on a completely different note. Um, people that are responsible with what they do. And <laughs> um, I'm shouting out Queen Sugar and the actor Brian Brian Michael. Um, he is a 34 year old um, transgender actor. Uh, who recently disclosed his um, his transgender identity um, through the role? The role helped propel him. Yes, to do that. Um, so he says um, he says there aren't many acting roles about trans people, let alone trans men in TV and films. Um, I found that often when things are written about people outside of the trans experience, they tend to focus on these common tropes, the painful disclosure or the physical aspects of transition itself. And to paraphrase, he also says that there's so much more to a trans person's life than their transition. Um, Absolutely. And so I I shout him out and I also simultaneously shout out Ava DuVernay and the writers at Queen Sugar because what I thought was so fascinating about it was the um, was the way that it debunked so much more than trans tropes. It also debunked the the black men are more hyper um, hyper homophobic Mm -hmm. or or that, you know, the criminality that Ralph Angel might have been exposed to prior might, you know, might make him might make him yeah whatever and that was such a I mean, Queen Sugar is just so good in general. But this that was season is really. I mean, first season was great. It wasn't like a Greenleaf. Yeah, like Greenleaf first season. I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Second season snatched my yeah. cap. Queen Sugar was great both seasons. And I also want to shout out. I'm going to piggyback off your shout out because it relates to this yeah. topic. I want to shout out uh, the girl who deleted her comment on my Char says so Facebook when I posted this story and I said good for him because the American narrative is so used so used to and conditioned to trans women <laughs> yeah. that she thought that he was a cis man that was about to transition into womanhood. But yeah, and and that's why I thought it was so... It, like we don't see and I said no 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 trans men I said good for him really are not like they're like, underrepresented we're just getting yeah. we're just getting the Laverne's Late Ashley's bomb and the yeah and we really don't he get this he also comes so. with an extreme amount of privilege absolutely mm-hmm. pretty, extreme pretty privilege pretty privilege um, <laughs> so I, I really I really really Washington really really Heights really Dykeman. appreciate what uh whatever yeah. and and them are doing because that was such a big scene for me like it was it was it was quiet it didn't come across preachy yeah like you had to catch the subtleties of that conversation yeah. and and how Ralph Angel even knew or or what 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 they were talking about so and Ralph Angel is played by Kofi Cerebe by the way um so so fantastic shout yeah. out to them amen any other plugs right. i have nothing to anything coming up anything fun nope no Booze drinking, anyone? Mm-mm. No. Is she happy? No. Going to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.